Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist, working for a government agency, and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Dr. TK, your host, and I have another guest. I'm super excited. We've been on a roll with interviewing epic therapists from across the country um, because our goal in this Abundant Streams of Income series is really to highlight therapists who are doing all the things in their mental health business so that you they can show other mental health providers what is possible. So we have, I'm going to call her Dr. Z, but she's going to officially introduce <laughs> herself. Um, I want to introduce Dr. Z to the podcast. So Dr. Z, can you let them know who you are, like your license type and where you're located? Sure. So my formal name, my government name and uh, titles is Dr. Zeri Gross. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. So I practice as an MFT in the state of California, specifically in Pasadena with a virtual practice. Okay. All right. So I know that people who've been watching these episodes, they're a little different than our previous interviews because sometimes we'll go into like the journey and things like that. But I know in this season, like therapists just want to hear the juicy details. And so one of the questions that I'm asking the guests that are coming on the podcast series is if you could like categorize your different streams of income within the mental health field that mm-hmm. you either have had or that you currently are doing, what categories would you say that you've had in terms of streams of income? So definitely private practice, um, a contracted clinician through other group practices, digital products, uh, live workshops, uh, virtual workshops, and wellness trainings and quality assurance, quality improvement, and training of new clinicians as well as clinical supervision and working in um, intensive community outreach mm-hmm. agencies. Yeah. And then I know on the other side, um, I'm going to say, you're right. I'm like, so that's just mental health. Cause I know in the bootcamp series, we, the people who were on their live definitely felt my soul come on that screen because we were talking about uh, like why therapists should not roll out of bed and just say, Oh, I'm gonna do coaching. You know, I'm gonna be a coach or chasing the wrong dream and things like that. And so you do have a coaching side to your business too, right? Yes. So I have two separate entities because fortunately in learning different stuff about business, I I was able to learn before I was introduced to your world. Ultimately, I learned like you need to have different business for every business. So Greater Self LLC is my actual wellness and coaching business where I use more frequently and more accessibly my trauma-informed yoga training, uh, the Reiki healing certifications, sound healing, crystal healing, any type of healing or alternative modality to access a greater version of yourself all resides within Greater Self LLC. And I use all of that when I show up as a trained, licensed professional therapist. <laughs> so. okay. Okay. Yeah, no, no. But I'm, I'm glad that you talked about even the entity structure because that's a question that comes up a lot whether it be our boot camps and or our coaching calls. And I know I usually make the statement like I am not your entity structure coach because from different states, different licensing boards, um, you know, it, it, it's strict. We in California. So we know that it's like super strict with what we can and cannot do. But we always just encourage people because we have 
two different sets of people listening to this podcast. We'll have like the general public and then we'll also have like either future or current licensed providers. And I just want to make sure that people understand that you do want to consult before even going up, going online to open up your own corporation to understand what you should and should not do or open. And also making sure that you read your licensing board requirements. Because as a psychologist, we actually have a requirement that if we have a mental health business, it has to be an escort. We can't even do an LLC, you know? So I learned um, that the hard way. Um, <laughs> right. Like me too. I learned it the so hard way I with the professional corporation. <laughs> I started an LLC, went on legal zooms. So I was like, yeah, boop, 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 talk to the people. So I can do this. Of course you can do this. No, you can't in the state of California as an MFT, obviously as a psychologist, just the same. You need to have a professional corporation. The beauty is that before that I did have a sole proprietorship and everything was kind of under it until I learned these are different businesses and I want them to have their own, their own experiences, their own, their two separate bodies. So I would not, I would not pretend to be Dr. TK and show up and then be like, oh, now I'm Dr. C. Like, no, they're right. you know, two separate entities that can mm-hmm. offer two separate things in a specific way that require their own setups that follow guidelines under the services that are being provided separately. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. So let's hop into it. So at the time of this recording of this um, interview, we are in we're at the end of actually the first quarter. So can you walk our viewers and listeners to through like what streams of income did you have up and running in the first quarter? And then how are you, because when you're launching products, I know it can change. What are you going to focus on in the second quarter? Okay. So at the end of quarter four for last year, what I had decided and focused on is that I would ensure that my private practice as an individual provider was up to date, everything was functioning and ready so that I could start the groundwork of setting a foundation for a group practice. So that has been in the works for Q1. The other component on the coaching business was that I would, and I did run a launch to start a new cohort that the beauty of having the opportunity to learn so many things when stuff changes or shifts, you can, I can quickly readjust and be flexible instead of earning a person to actually sign up for the next cohort as I was closing out the past group cohort, I ended up with an individual one-on-one client instead. So the dollar amount that I stated this much, if not better, I made the this much amount, but I didn't know that it was going to come that particular way. The only way I assumed it was going to come was through group coaching. And someone reached out and said, actually, I would like to just work with you one-on-one. Same amount was the amount that I wanted to make minimally for this quarter. So I did that. And then even being able to go back and look at adding additional forms for the private practice, adding different people to process my billing and be able to see clients through their platforms. I was able to incorporate all of them and then go back and look at the numbers like, huh, now I can tease out. Now that I see make this much here, this much here, I'll be seeing these people, not these people closing out at the end of this month, an agency that I have held on to long. I'm letting them go this time of year, each quarter two, by the time quarter two starts, I have quit something. Last year, I quit my day <laughs> <laughs> This year. This it was like year, our anniversary of leaving. <laughs> I mean, you know, birthday gift to me because Q, exactly. Q2 starts in my birthday month. So gift to me, leaving an agency, close out all the clients and actually got them to a space of being good to naturally do that transition. And for Q2, what I am working towards is hiring 
the first one to two clinicians in this hybrid group practice that'll be a virtual standing with the opportunity of in-person in the future, 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 as well as completing and delivering a summit, a goddess summit, specifically just for women. We're actually taking a poll as this is being recorded for the titles of it, but it will be a hundred percent all about women and how to embody them and different people in various fields across every single aspect of what it looks like to be a woman, to professionally, personally, all those areas, how they can access that and do that on purpose to be the greatest version of themselves. And Mm -hmm. let's see. So that's how it will happen. And then of course there will be another offer to an opportunity to engage in a more intimate way, such as the retreat that follows right after. So free work. I love that that because I know in the bootcamp we talked about, I had had them write it down because most people who haven't like been introduced to marketing don't even know what like call to action is. Right. And I, and I love how you're pretty much walking somebody through, cause I was able to visualize it. Like I go to this event. Um, I have this, you know, great experience, but then you're also letting me know that if I want to have a, a different experience after that, or just maybe prolong that experience, I can do something implement it. That's yeah. how we go. Yeah. So we have this experience and like, Oh my gosh, I need all the things the retreat, we will now implement what do you specifically need so that mm-hmm. you can know who to reach out to next and or yeah. whose program or whatever offer someone has is going to work for each individual as well as like just decomposing from the overload of massive mm-hmm. information over the course of mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. And then so I somebody will- maybe, <laughs> yeah, somebody, I'm thinking that I'm just thinking about like the boot camp because we're actually doing the boot camp live as we're recording today. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking about all the comments and like when we were talking about specifically launching and coaching programs, we had like one or two questions come in about how do you launch? And I was like, you know, we don't have enough time to go over all the launch styles because I told them like there may be 12 launch ways that you can do something right. But then under each way, maybe 25 steps. And then under each of the 25 (laughs) steps, there may be an additional 10 to 15 steps. And And then... Yeah. So if somebody was watching like this, they may assume like, oh, you know, I, I can do that or I, I want to do that. If you could give them some, I don't want to use the word advice, but that's the only word that's coming to mind. Like one or two takeaways. What are some two big things that you've learned that mm-hmm. you're perfecting or making better about launching? Because it's not a joke. To be fair, what I've learned and what I've started to be able to implement came back from trying to pass my licensing test back in the day pass a licensing test, finish a doctorate degree, still raise two kids on my own and like try to do a whole bunch other, like those were just the major things. And what I had to embody and learn back then, and it keeps coming up. So it's like, still just do one thing for real, for real, like for real, and then follow those steps to completion. So you can walk away and have clarity on what actually did and did not work. Instead of taking something from all the different people that I had access to or was working with and trying to put it all together to make it like even bigger and better, but just pick one and be okay with, you got to let some people go that maybe are influencing or like coaching or different things. So you can pick one that aligns best with you. Follow that full strategy from the beginning to the end. Don't be yes. And don't play yourself like you got a bunch of hours to do something when you don't. <laughs> yes, time. Stop it. Time's Stop it. 
Yeah, look, stop, stop. <laughs> and that's to me. That's to me multiple times publicly. So when people say like, didn't you say stop it? Yes, I did. Thank you for the reminder. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I even love that because that speaks to so much. It speaks to, um, I believe that most business owners are like visionaries, right? There may be a few that go into the CEO role, the main role, and they realize they're more of the organizer in the back. But most of us are visionary, which means that, and you've heard me say this, I don't ever want y'all to like, because everybody, she's in a mastermind. So we never want our students to like stop having a big vision because every level that you reach, you're then going to expand your vision more and more, you know? However, it also takes willpower to recognize that if you do, and I know that you have, I have, you know, I, we, we still have it going on to today. Like we can have a thousand thoughts, but the thing is you don't have to implement all of those thousand thoughts right now. Cause one of the things that I know has happened with me and I'm sure it's happened with other people like yourself is if you actually do stop and you pause, you may even recognize that a lot of the smaller launches or products that you're creating or launching could actually go together as a package. You know, like you can sell a retreat and then maybe the packages, they invest in a certain amount of money, but by default, because they're coming to this retreat, they also get a course afterward. Like you don't have to sell it. It comes into the package, but you were trying to have a different launch for this, a different launch for that. And you're like, I'm like, no, you got a group of people that are spending two days with you. Like give them, give them, what, they want. <laughs> give them what they want. Right. <laughs> yes. And so I do want to, um, pull this in because I, mm-hmm. I don't think that people really understand the context of what I meant by, I told them in the mastermind, cause you, you, you've seen it like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know mm-hmm. that you weren't part of the mastermind in 2021, right. but you saw a lot of those students. We had a group of students go through in 2021, about 21 actual students, actually. <laughs> so 21 students. And I kept saying, email marketing, learn how to market outside your comfort zone, get off Instagram. And I know that you came in at a different level, which all of them do, because you already had somebody helping you with marketing. You knew how to market. You knew how to get on LinkedIn. You knew how to do email marketing, right? And mm-hmm. so that was, to me, a gift because you were ahead of the curve, right? So then mm-hmm. last year, the same group of students plus some new came together mm-hmm. and we went deeper for them into launching, like mm-hmm. stop playing, get your email marketing in order. You know what I'm saying? Cause they were like, I'm launching, but I'm not getting clients. And I'm like, you have no leads, <laughs> you know? So at the end of the year, when I was talking to y'all individually, a lot of y'all were saying like, I'm tired. And I was like, why you, but I was happy though, Loki. I was like, why y'all tired? And what I realized, they didn't realize it or some of y'all didn't realize it, but I helped y'all put the pieces of the puzzle together. Like, do you, do you ever think that maybe you're tired is good because you actually followed through and finished on one thing? You launched the whole thing. I don't care what the results were. You didn't quit because to me, quitting is failing. Finishing is not failing. And so can you speak to when you do go all in on one thing, how do you feel? You know, like when you actually finish. Okay. So, it, and it kind of leads back to like what I, what I end up doing with most of my therapy clients. I like working with people that have an ADHD because they're creative. They got energy. They're all over the place. I'm like, oh yeah, me too. Let's do this. So like, those are my people. Like if you, if you are a creative or a person that needs some support, I can help you because I get it. What that looks like is when, and I can speak even specifically just from November to December, mm-hmm. I was still trying to do a bunch of different things. And when you pick one thing, everything doesn't feel so heavy anymore mm-hmm. because you're not actually trying to make everything great. Going back to like getting licensed and, and trying to do mm-hmm. too many things, like writing a dissertation and, and pass, passing a licensing exam don't 
and two kids and blah, 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 blah. Cause I worked at a non-public day school at that point in time. So my day was active physically mm-hmm. all day. And wow. then all of those things, when you give yourself one thing and, and even a supervisor at that time, she was like, I don't know what you did, but I noticed from last year to this year, you're different. Everything's done. It's happening. And it, you can get, you can get things accomplished when you yeah. pick one thing, you go all in, you allow the other things to be exciting and cool and document it. Mm, that's good. I literally just came back to something that I had posted in 2019 that I almost always bring up periodically when people ask, which is how the summit is finally coming to fruition because I would bring it up and then I get mad because people didn't show up. So then I wouldn't talk about it anymore. And mm. then last year I didn't bring it up at all the whole last year. Like I mentioned it, but I never put it out publicly. Mm. Being able to focus on getting my next coaching cohort and then doing my um, reclamation retreat for the end of the year, mm-hmm. doing that gave me the freedom to get a new coaching cohort have one person that had the opportunity to go from a retreat to a personalized VIP day. Yes. I was able to, in this moment, be able to recognize I keep coming back to that because I know how helpful it was for me to be able to own different aspects of myself as a woman. And mm-hmm. I needed those different components and following through on those to be able to even move into a space to consider something like a summit. I would never, I would not have been able to do this mm-hmm. right now if i hadn't learned the lessons from like repeat do it again learn how to give without giving so much you created a whole nother course which i realized man one of those launches i everybody was so full they were like we don't need nothing else i was like oh, yeah okay and i was like cool package repurpose great mm-hmm. done now add it into the other program to just keep enhancing instead of trying to create mm-hmm. new ones that's good that's good. I, I love that. So some of the things that you mentioned that I know we talked about in the boot camp is like, I want people to hear like VIP day. So if they're familiar with the boot camp, we talked about how we talked about beta. And I had mm-hmm. told them that, you know, a lot of people who want to build a group coaching program, they may be in it for the right reasons, but the way they're going about it may be toxic, you know, it may be taxing because they're just doing it. Yeah. I just want to give people just for the money. And I'm like, well, do you understand what they need? Have you spent time with them one-on-one? And then once you get enough feedback, then you can go from, let's just say, one-on-one to group. And then mm-hmm. once you have that group, you can then decide, I don't want to do one-on-one anymore. And if I do, you have to get me for a VIP day or you have to get a higher tier program. So I love that you integrated it that way, just so that people can see what we were referring to on the boot camp. I kept meeting with people individually and uh-huh. I was giving the info away for free. You know, you start off, you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, do this, 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 and this. People go out, they be great. And you're like, wait a minute. She just made a whole bunch of money because she did what I, I said. But I, got no <laughs> I got no money. So then I was like, well, let me charge people. And then and they and it kept being the same thing that I ended up creating an actual physical manual, a whole manifesto, wow. how to do this, a workbook that accompanied. And then moving forward, I think literally last year, moving into the space of creating uh, a digital component through Kajabi and being able to use mm-hmm. that. Like, you know what? If people don't have to carry around this physical thing, they can go in there, access stuff I can update and nobody loses additional information or doesn't have access because they it was a year or two ago. So that's good. Yes. Individual. And I was like, I'm not going to keep saying the same things over and over and over again. Capacity. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm put it all here. This is how we're going to do it. This is my process. This is how mm-hmm. I can help you get to where you want to get to. 
That's good. You can work with somebody else, but this is how I do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 these, I'm probably going to have you back on what, I, what we usually do <laughs> is the first quarter. And I want to like, I want people to see like, okay, it's the beginning of the year. They're sharing with us all of these things that they have done. We're, we're going to wrap up by, you're going to share like what's coming up in like the next quarter. Okay. Uh, but I want people to be able to like see journeys this time, not just like what we are going to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I do want to talk to one type of therapist that may be listening. So okay. if you could talk to your first year in business, not in the mental health field, but in business, whenever that was, what's mm-hmm. one thing that you would share with her to help her keep going? I would yell at her if you don't keep your if you don't keep your damn checkbook in your pocket and stop trying to buy everything and make money fast. Just be easy. Do some stuff for free. Let people tell you they want it first. The the beauty like now that I do know so many more things, having learned my own human design info, I do great when I just respond to what people want. Don't attempt to spend ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars on somebody's proven system when you don't know what the heck you're offering anyways. Mm, that's good. <laughs> like, Clarity. you know, you can help people, but if you're not clear on how you want to help it and it goes back to physical time, what can you even do? Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned multiple times, I, I had kids all since I started businesses and mm-hmm. trying to run a yoga studio, like how? And mm-hmm. it wasn't close to your house, nor your job or where your kids mm-hmm. go to school. Like, Keep your money in your pocket. Figure out what you like doing right now. Offer that. It will change and that's okay. Yeah, that's good. Ooh, that light hit heavy. Because I mean, like when I say, I'm like, hey, were you in the boot camp yesterday? Because no. <laughs> I always, I always insert mindset things. But this was one of the things that we talked about was like, you know, people are going to have what we call shiny object syndrome. And especially for therapists, we... You know, we had a lot of engagement before 2020. Um, mm-hmm. It was also mandatory for us to keep our license. We had to do, like I know for 36 CEs, we had to do 27 in person. And then when that was, I'm going to say taken away from us due to the mm-hmm. circumstances, rules change now where we can do them all online. We can do them all passively and things like that, like 100% still. And it's 2023. But that also put providers to me into a comfort zone where they now maybe not even see the value anymore of like connecting with other people. And it's Mm -hmm. not like an urgency, but I also want to say on the other side of that, like you have events, um, like an event coming up um, in the future. I have an event coming up in the future and not everybody, if we're talking about niching down, being very specific, your messaging, helping the people who want to be helped by your problem that you solve, you actually don't want everybody in your room. And when she, when Ziri is talking Mm -hmm. about like keeping your checkbook, (laughs) What, what I just want to elaborate on that is the clarity that she was speaking to, like, be clear about what you want, at least in this upcoming season. I'm not talking about five years from now, like in this upcoming season, commit to that thing that she talked about in the beginning, like following through and then doing all the things for that one thing right now to even see if you like it and then continue. Right. So like if we're talking about when to pull out your checkbook or your card, don't pull it out unless you're clear. Because that's where people will point the finger like this program didn't work. No, you didn't work the program because you weren't clear, you know. (laughs) And so when is the summit? Is it second quarter or third quarter? Second quarter, May. So where can they find you to learn? Like, um, would you prefer people to go to your Instagram or your website to learn more about your services? 
I'm like, based on the current status of working out the kinks on my website, I would say Instagram. Okay. What's your um, Instagram page the in the bio and okay. the show notes? It is greater self underscore dr dot z. So greater self underscore doctor dot z. Um, okay. My link tree link is always going to be accurate for what's coming up next. Mm-hmm. Um, they can catch me on a Tuesday morning doing my yeah. freedom tea talks. Those are live. We just did one today. Very interesting. Very 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 interesting. Um, and uh, what what would be the other things? Yeah. So the the summit will be in May. The retreat mm-hmm. to actually put into action what they gain from it will also be in May. And the opportunity for pew, 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 a beta, 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 beta. Um, <laughs> <laughs> annual membership only for women. That's good. That's good. All right. So listen, y'all, I really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode. We have way more to go in terms of like just exposing therapists to what's possible in the mental health field. Um, Make sure that you, um, after you listen to this episode, either audio or watch the video that you go over to Instagram, check out her name in the show notes, but go over and show her some love. Let her know what stream of income are you interested in? Are you interested in going to her retreat? What is it that she said that really pricked you? Was it the checkbook? Was it the clarity? (laughs) Was it the going all in on one thing. And one thing that I love about our community with our students, with whatever program they're in, is that they're sharing their real life experience and not just their business experience. And so it's a journey and it's a marathon to become a business owner. So I want to thank everyone for tuning into this podcast episode and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more resources, head over to drtk.com forward slash link for additional abundant resources. Now, until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.